Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ten albums. The soundtrack of your life. The most influential game-changing albums that you can think of. All right, welcome back to another edition of 10 Albums, the soundtrack to your life. Uh, I guess that's a good uh, tipping off point for this particular episode, soundtrack to your life. So the soundtrack to a somewhat tumultuous beginning of a 2020, uh, huge life decisions for myself and my fiance, which is also one of the co-hosts, which who is also one of the co-hosts of the 10 Albums series, as well as the Great Outdoors Outdoor Spot with a Z uh, podcast. Darcy is, uh, we both had a offer to move to Winnipeg, which anybody that's listening, we are sort of on the Western Canadian uh, sector, I guess. And Winnipeg would be basically halfway across the country, uh, sort of right in the middle of Canada. And it's, uh, if you if you know of Edmonton as being super cold and wintry, eight months of winter, that kind of thing, uh, Winnipeg is that uh, I wouldn't say double that, but, uh, it's, uh, you know, known as winter peg, uh, you know, that type of, uh, wise crackery towards it. Uh, it is, it has a really good music culture. So, I mean, that, I was sort of, um, uh, I guess it piqued my interest to go for that, but I'd be leaving a lot behind. We're kind of at different spots in our lives. Darcy and I are about five years apart, five and a half years apart so uh different times different spots so anyways long story short i will uh, kind of unpack this a bit uh, because this is why i'm talking about this album today uh darcy has chosen to go and i have chosen to stay in edmonton we're going to do a long distance relationship uh we've been together for the better part of like ooh, since 2006 what is that like 14 years uh, for the most part. So, and live together for the majority of that as well. So, um, three years, as you know, the older you get goes by quite quickly. So not overly concerned about that. I mean, it's going to be tough, but she's already been on the road for the past like six months anyways, where we kind of just see each other on weekends. So, uh, we're going to make it work. Um, but just back to Winnipeg, um, it's kind of funny. I guess we always talk about like uh, the synchronicity of, uh, you know, events and how like music can really speak to you through, um, you know, a song coming up in your life uh, that kind of speaks to exactly what you're going through. So it was kind of funny that um, I had a, I don't really listen to CDs too much. It's usually everything in the digital realm now with, uh, I, you know, Apple Music or playlists that I've made on my iPhone and that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, I do have a CD player still in my in my car. And so the odd, I have about, I think, five or six CDs sort of in the uh, the glove compartment that I, I bring out every now and then. And this one, the album I'm going to talk about today was the, the one I was listening to uh, throughout the entirety of January and into February here. Uh, it was sort of the soundtrack. I didn't really listen to much else. I just played it nonstop back to back to back to back to back, which often happens with this particular artist who, ironically enough, is from uh, Winnipeg. 
and that would be Neil Young. So this is Neil Young and Crazy Horse, the 1975 album Zuma, which in all actuality probably should have ended up in um, in my my 10 albums of all time. I it was it was tough to pick a Neil Young album, as you know. I ended up going with Chrome Dreams 2, and Darcy had picked uh, On the Beach. So both of those had been similar. Um, you know, in rotate heavy rotation when we were uh, living together um, in the early 2010s, I want to say we had a like a five disc CD changer and both of those albums were in there and it was on repeat. So I think there was a couple, maybe another couple albums in there with those on the beach and with Chrome Dreams too. So she picked that one and then I guess uh, sort of by default or kind of the leftovers or whatnot, uh, just so I didn't co- completely double down with what she'd picked. Um, I went with uh, Chrome Dreams too. Uh, but Zuma had sort of, uh, I guess, come into my life later. It was like the one of the sort of the, the missing album, I guess, uh, for Neil Young um, that I I kind of thought tonight's the night. Like I'd read his book, Shaky, uh, which is an amazing read. Uh, I've been meaning to read it again. Um, but uh, it was so sort of like, I guess... He's sort of a private guy, and and I remember as soon as the album, or the album, the book Shaky was supposed to come out, he was about to pull it because it was just like too revealing, I suppose. So, um, and I don't, I don't think maybe some of the the, the narratives were exactly what I think Neil seems to be a sort of a temperamental guy so I don't think he liked some of the narratives that were coming out of it uh so Zuma anyways was one of my last pieces for whatever reason I could never find it at CD stores um and and I don't know it's just I think it was kind of the last one of my last pieces of the the Neil Young puzzle so it's sort of later in the game so I think that was one of the reasons I saw sort of a you know a footnote or an asterisk beside it but um, yeah, it's really, uh, it was really, I guess, there for me this past like month and a half. Um, and I guess I just looking at this, the synchronicity of like the fact that the, the carrot being dangled was Winnipeg, which happened to be Neil Young's sort of hometown, I suppose, is sort of just that one of those like coincidental yet seemingly not coincidental things that uh, the music brings into your life. I love the cover art for this. I actually have like one of the old baseball tees of this uh, this album cover art. Like it's just what, black and white with a, kind of a psychedelic drawing. I think the, the, um, the idea behind the cover was that it was a sort of a sketch version by whoever did the uh, the cover art. I don't know the, the gentleman's name, uh, and sort of passed it on to Neil and going, okay, do you want something like this? And he was like, that's perfect. And he's like, no, no, like I'm just this is just sort of a sketch version of what I can. He's like, no, no, we're gonna use this. And so the guy was kind of like, uh, okay. So it was sort of like a draft version, but uh, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with like Neil Young and his. Uh, his, you know, approach to recording and music and all the rest, I think. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, 1975, it was recorded uh, in around the same time as Tonight's the Night. So this was uh, one of my favorite stages of Neil Young. Tonight's the Night, he did some really weird uh, live performances where he kind of almost took on this like alias character. And um, I forget, it. oh man, I kind of wish I'd looked back on it, but it was like something like Welcome to... Miami Beach and he kind of had this like beach bum look to him and and um just was like drinking a lot of tequila on stage and being weird and uh and yeah so this was his uh reunition I guess with uh with Crazy Horse because tonight's the night man I can't remember if that was Crazy Horse or not let's have a look here I'm gonna uh, go back to that tonight's the night is is one of his um sort of his masterpieces as far as a lot of people so yeah the uh the uh 
the chronological order, there we go, easy for me to say, was uh, On the Beach, which was 1974, amazing album, then Tonight's the Night, and then this was Zuma. So I believe On the Beach and Tonight's the Night was just uh, Neil Young credited albums. And I'm just looking at, the yeah, David Briggs produced uh, Tonight's the Night. Um, and David Briggs also produced uh, Zuma here. Uh, oh, I want to kind of actually just double back. Pardon me while I'm surfing the net. On the Beach, I believe, was, uh, yes, David Briggs as well. So some of the best work that he's done. Also, uh, Hitchhiker, which is one of the albums my brother had mentioned that had come out in 2019 or 2018, uh, which was already recorded but just released uh, was actually a David Briggs uh, production. I think he actually says right at the beginning of the album, you're ready, Briggs? And then he just starts into, um, I want to say, uh, Pocahontas, and it's an amazing version of that. But anyways, back to this album. Um, yeah, Zuma is, is I just like, I like Crazy Horse. I like it's kind of that lo-fi, uh, like, I, wonder, I don't want to say lower-skilled musicians because he's used to like he has two different a couple that well not two different sides he has like eight different sides but um this one is sort of his like garage band i guess for lack of a better term and i guess no diss like obviously these guys are super talented as well these being crazy horse right so um but uh you know when he's playing with crosby stills nash and young really technical players and then he likes to kind of uh kick it loose with with a little bit more of a rough around the edges band so that's crazy horse uh and you can kind of see it in there's some of his longer songs with the fairly simple on you know on the surface uh rhythm section where you can kind of do his rambly guitar solos over top and again when i say rambly i sounds somewhat dismissive but this is i say this with all all due respect to to neil and crazy horses players and uh, yeah, the album is just like, I think it's just, it's, it's perfect Neil Young. And I really like the idea of, I think a lot of bands that have sort of followed in his footsteps, like the Pearl Jams and that sort of thing, uh, have done like the really good blends of like the softer stuff, like the acoustic stuff blended with the, the rockers, blended with the electric uh, lengthy guitar solo ballads and that sort of thing. So this, this album is almost perfect for that. And I love how it's just like, nine songs i want to say yeah nine songs and it almost wants you wanting more and that's why it's so good when it goes back to track one and it repeats it's like man it's just it's got so much uh replay value so i want to go to the track listing now uh side one i know i yeah i like to again i like to differentiate side one a and b or side one and two uh if you're listening to vinyl or whatnot but so uh obviously i'm listening to it on cd but uh you get the message uh so don't cry no tears the opener uh danger bird an amazing seven minute uh kind of like pondering song ballady kind of uh electric ballad uh, as track number two amazing song pardon my heart goes back soft again looking for love looking for a love uh, a little more of an upbeat but um kind of juxtaposing some uh you know uh deep feelings with a sort of a whimsical kind of uh music approach barstool blues is one of my favorite tunes and it's in and out it's just three minutes long but love it i like how it kind of plays around with time you can tell they're not really playing with a click track uh on most of these songs and then side two starts with stupid girl uh one of his sort of uh classic live performances there's a lot of good live performances of this song stupid girl uh same with drive back um, so you kind of get that mid part of the album is like Barstool Blues, Stupid Girl, Drive Back, all kind of three minute 
uh, sort of Neil Young crazy horse rockers that tell good stories and and all that sort of thing and sort of almost like the meat of the album, the support, the base of the album. And then you get Cortez the Killer as track eight or, uh, you know, the third song on side two. And that's an amazing song. That's probably the biggest hit. Actually, not probably. This is the biggest hit off this album. Cortez the Killer shows up on Neil Young Decade. I remember it caught my eyes and ears um, years and years ago uh, when I got Decade. I want to say when it was, uh, I think I was still doing like Columbia House or something along those. Yeah, I think it was Columbia House. So it was a CD from probably uh, mid to late 90s where I picked it up and I'm, I remember just loving the song. So, And uh, pl- plunking it in the context of this, like uh, it's not the last song, but it may, almost may as well be because uh, Through My Sales is almost like uh, exit music to a film or, uh, you know, the end credits. It's only two minutes, 40 seconds, and it's really uh, downbeat and all that. So it's almost like Cortez the Killer is the climax. And then uh, Through My Sales is, uh, is like the denouement. Or like the uh, the you know the final words, so to speak, and then it flips back to you know don't don't cry no tears if you're listening to it on CD or whatnot. So, um, yeah, amazing album. If you're a fan of Neil Young at all, you got to check this one out. Um, if you're just doing like the greatest hits and you're looking for like an album to kind of start uh, going into a deeper catalog and seeing how he you know presents an album, uh, I would highly recommend starting with this one. And as far as the story behind it, like I say, it was it was. Um, it really helped me just the repetition of it because uh, there was a lot of repetition in my my thought process as far as uh, you know staying or going what it meant for my relation my current relationship my relationships my band uh, you know uh, just some really deep dives into um, you know my personal makeup you know what I mean like the uh, why I make these kind of decisions, why I don't, you know, going back to my childhood and, and thinking about like, you know, when I didn't pull the trigger on something, if I ever regretted it. And so it's really big. It ended up kind of going and it's like one of those big life decisions that, um, when you're going through it are very stressful, but, um, it, it sort of makes you reprioritize and it, it shakes the snow globe and kind of, uh, wakes you up a bit and goes, okay, what, what is really important to me? And what kind of values are really, you know, what are my values? It kind of re- challenges everything. So this this album was sort of the, the soundtrack to that. So I'm presenting it as an honorable mention today. Uh, 1975, Neil Young and Crazy Horse, Zuma. So check it out, enjoy it, and uh, check us out next week. We'll be back at yeah, 10 albums. I'm Matt Gardner. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.